Good evening, dear listeners, and welcome to Testify on Eden FM. Yes, it's Monday night again, and it's time for us to come together um, to discuss the topic um, for this evening. So we are now in South Africa, apparently back to level two. 
I don't know what that means for you, dear listeners. It seems to me like nothing's changed except for maybe the bottle stores being open longer and more people being able to gather and maybe some things around, um, you know, um, later curfews. But we can't let our guard down. So please, dear listeners, keep safe during this time of the pandemic. We're not out of the clear yet. And uh, we need to act responsibly. But that being said, we still have an opportunity, an opportunity for God every single day to be an ambassador for him, to be a disciple for him, to be an evangelist for him. And so this evening, um, I'm meeting with Christo again, Christo van der Skey from Wordspread Foundation. And Christo has um, been chatting to us over the last two weeks about what we can do for God's kingdom even though we're under these current circumstances. So I'm going to invite Krista to continue the conversation in terms of um, the insights of how we can continue to grow the kingdom of God. Good evening, Krista. Good evening, Ingrid, and thank you so much again for the opportunity. Can you believe that it's a year since we started broadcasting Testify together? Yes, I was saying, you know, to, to my husband, to Rodney, Time has just gone so fast, a year already, and it's almost a year that we've been um, recording uh, our weekly programs and had our podcast also published on Anchor. But wow, yes, come through a tough time, but the Lord has blessed us. And I thank you, Christo, for your commitment to testify as well. No, I thank you, Ingrid, for the opportunity, and I thank our listeners for tuning in uh, every Monday evening. And uh, again tonight, what an opportunity to just uh, share with them on uh, growing the kingdom and the responsibility that we as uh, the the Christian, the church, need to take in uh, sharing the the gospel of Christ. Now, uh, over the last few weeks, as you have said, we shared on growing your church. And when I say your church, I'm not referring to you as a pastor or as an elder or as just a church member even. I'm talking about you as a Christian and growing God's kingdom. And uh, I think all of us should know that uh, winning someone uh, to the kingdom of God brings with it that they become a member of a church or a congregation. Then They must be part of the family. Because that is where we grow. That is where we come to know Christ through regular church attendance, you know, uh, hearing the the word of God being preached, but also being part of a family, uh, the family of God, and uh, just to get to know him through learning from each other. And uh, we, as Christians, often uh, sit back. We, we like to, to sit back and allow the pastor, you know, the church leader, or maybe the head of the youth commission or the evangelist in the church, they must do the work of getting new people into the church. You know, I've, I've worked with so many pastors who over years have gone through difficult discussions with church leaders uh, or church boards. Um, about a church not growing 
And, um, you know, there are many reasons for that, but one of the reasons why churches uh, don't grow or even deteriorate in their church numbers is because Christians, normal Christians, children of the Lord, like you and me, not doing what God has called us to do, and that is to share the gospel with uh, men and women and boys and girls all over. Now, over the last year, we've shared a lot about how to reach out to others. Uh, we've shared a lot about the Ignite training course that we present as WordPress to equip Christians to be able to do personal evangelism. Uh, but one of the, the big pushbacks that we continue to get, and I'm sure it's not just me and my team at WordPress experiencing this, it's probably all over where pastors and evangelist-minded uh, people uh, try to equip day-to-day rank-and-file Christians to reach out to the gospelers. I'm uneasy to do it. Or where and how should I do it? Now, there are so much to, to be said about that. But the reality is that each of us have been called to a specific place where we can share the gospel of Christ. And uh, I would say the best is always to start closest to home. So if you're a mother or a father or a grandparent or an uncle or an aunt, then um, one of the places you should focus on, on sharing the gospel, spreading the good news, um, the message of hope is always to start with those closest to you, your children, um, maybe they are grandparents that need to hear the message, but they need to experience Jesus as you have come to know him as a loving father, as someone who cares for us, and not just someone who sits with a rod, who wants to beat us every time when we step out of line. I'm sure all of us who have children will agree that sometimes raising kids are extremely difficult, probably now more than ever, but definitely to, to get them back and to understand life is a, is a challenge. <laughs> I'm sure all of our listeners who had uh, raised kids would agree with me. Um, they, they seem to know a lot more than what we had a generation ago known or even were taught at school, but the reality is they need to experience Jesus uh, and, and the loving father figure that he really is. He loves us. He showed it to us by coming to earth, dying on a cross, who took the sin on, on himself so that we can be pardoned. And so that is probably the easiest place to start how to share the good news of Jesus. It's closest to home. Uh, the possibility of rejection is probably also lowest at home. But when you, when you then start stepping out, when you then start reaching out to the world, there are places where you and I end up feeling more at ease in sharing with others. Now, for some of us, it's better to really go to places where no one has ever met us. No one has ever seen us. Our name means nothing to them. Our face uh, 
they've never seen it and they will probably never see it. That's the place where a lot of people feels easy or feels best to share the gospel. And it makes sense. And I actually encourage people to do that, is to go, get in a, in a, in a bus, get in a vehicle, drive off an hour in any direction and get an opportunity to share the gospel. Chances are that you won't really bump into any of the people you met there again. But you're busy exercising in sharing the gospel. You're busy getting at ease with speaking to people about Jesus, about religion, uh, which is a difficult topic that we, uh, that we when you uh, reach out nowadays to people, they aren't open as much as they would have been, let's say, a generation ago, to meet with people, discuss what they believe, uh, listen to what other people say. So, uh, so that is probably a good opportunity to reach out to, to people. Now, in the second session of this evening, um, I'm going to share with you a little bit more about places, or let's call it the harvest lands where you and I can work in in sharing the gospel. But let me just confirm again, evangelism is not having an acute knowledge of theology. Um, wherever we go as word spread, we always tell, tell Christians that you are not expected to be a, a PhD level theologian knowing the Bible cover, cover to cover, not at all. You just need to be willing to be led by the Holy Spirit, and God will provide the words to speak and reach out to others. You don't necessarily need to be super bold about faith issues. Um, we watch television and often see um, people going out and preaching the gospel. And when you look at them, you get a feeling, wow, these people have amazing faith, and they are so bold to speak out. God doesn't always ask of us to be that super bold. In fact, sometimes by coming across that strongly pushes people off. We cannot always just say it's reserved for certain Christians to share the gospel. Uh, you will never hear me say that you have to have a specific evangelist calling to be able to share the gospel. Yeah, evangelists just seem to be more at ease doing it. But Christians all around need to reach out with the gospel. And then bringing people to church, although it may be a good thing, is, is not, not exactly what evangelism is about. So you're not trying to sell your church to people by evangelizing. What you are trying to do is get people to meet Jesus. And then lastly, is you don't need to be extremely educated and you don't need to be extraordinary in your knowledge. You just need to be someone who realizes the Great Commission was spoken to all of us. As Jesus had said in Matthew 28, 19, go and make disciples of all people. And so when we get back after some music, uh, we're going to carry on and talk about those places where you as an individual can get involved and be 
much more at ease in spreading the gospel. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you, Christo. Yes, as you're talking there, I'm just thinking, you know, uh, of the saying that uh, goes, uh, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. I think sometimes that what that's the main thing that holds us back is our own fear that we don't feel worthy or good enough or equipped enough or intelligent enough to do the work of God. But thank you for putting that into perspective, Christu. Our first song is going to be Above All by Michael W. Smith.
Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I am Ingrid Carly Moses, and with me this evening is Christopher Descafe from Wordspread Foundation. And Christo is speaking to us about stepping in to our space, into our calling for the Lord, and uh, just how, you know, it's not always about the, those that are the most bold. Um, but just those that are willing. And so we need to put up our hands. Christu, thank you so much. Please continue uh, to enlighten our listeners about this particular frame of thought in terms of uh, working for the Lord. Yes, thank you, Ingrid. I think the best place to start, uh, when you want to share the gospel with anyone, is always to look at, this concept, have more conversations and fewer confrontations. If you as a Christian trying to reach out to others experienced before how quickly a discussion on religion becomes a confrontation, you uh, hook on the smallest things um, that but this or is part of your religion, um, the style of worship, the clothing you put on when you go to church, what your church looks like, um, whatever goes with that. And so I think what we need to do when we, when we reach out to others is to be less confrontational and be more conversational. And with that, also being an inviting person. That is much more important than being a convincing person. Remember, you can't sell what you believe to anyone else. It's the work of the Holy Spirit to open up their minds and their hearts to realize that they need Jesus. But you need to be inviting. They need to be able to connect with you, wherever you are, wherever you go. And so with that said, um, you as an individual know what excites you in life um, and what, what, what you have a specific passion. And so I'm sure a lot of our people will, will uh, you know, confirm to me or share with me um, what walks of life excites them. Maybe it's on the, the sporting field. Um, I'm not saying all of us are the best golfers or they are the best at tennis or they do very well at track and field or they're great cyclists. But in almost every sport that we participate, um, there's a means to interact with people. And it's people that are passionate about their sport 
um, and how they, well, uh, address their health issues in that way, et cetera, et cetera. And so maybe where you're involved with the sport that you do, there's an opportunity to reach out to people. And again, considering that you don't want to, by confrontation while jogging next to someone, upset them about religion to the point where they never want to run around the same block with you again, but try to build a relationship from which in time you can get an opportunity to reach out to others. Other people are more into hobbies and uh, pastimes and that sort of thing. And again, uh, just think about how many hobbies there are where people get together, they can interact, spend time together, build relationships. And again, it presents an amazing opportunity to share the gospel in a way that the people you deal with understand what you say. There's, not, there's more ways. Um, how many of us love working with a specific age group of people? Some of us like to spend time with toddlers or the really young group of kids. And it's actually an excellent playing ground or field to share the gospel. Uh, the opportunity or the potential for rejection by sharing Jesus as a loving father, as a friend to young ones is actually so big. There's so much opportunity and there's so much tools, books, toys, um, much, much more available that you can use in reaching out to the young ones who share the gospel with them. Or maybe you prefer working with a little bit older, um, the youth, maybe teenagers or young adults. And again, you know, maybe you have evenings where you have a pool um, event or you get together and you play board games or you just like to hang out together. Um, it's people that you grow close with. It's people that you are spending enough time with to share the gospel. And in a way that, again, must not, should not be confrontational, but as a result of a well-established relationship, give you an opportunity to share, to, to, to push a little deeper into that personal aspect of a person's life. Uh, from WordSide, WordSpread side, we... Uh, have a partner in the form of Turkeys and Eagles, um, which is a board game. And we've had Evald Skoltz, the developer of Turkeys and Eagles, on testify as well. And um, their board game really allows an opportunity for discussion on sharing about life, about getting to know Jesus, making decisions for him. Um, and so that's an excellent way of reaching out to the youth. Now, there are also parts of our society that are much, well, much more older perhaps, or experiencing a, a different and a difficult part of life. I'm talking about the aged. I'm talking about people that are ill, maybe not just for a moment in hospital, but people that are chronically under uh, treatment and medication. 
And so again, that allows for an excellent opportunity. It's a, it's a wonderful field to work in if you have the heart for those people. From WordSpread side, we have a lot of tools available, little booklets and tracts that uh, if our listeners are interested in, in getting access to it, we can make it available. That helps you in reaching out to people um, that need the Lord because of their health, or maybe a um, mental or a, um, well, a mindset situation that they are going through at that time, just the, the frustration of being aged. Um, so again, as you can follow what I'm saying, is there are so many playing fields where we as Christians can go out and share the gospel. So many harvest fields where the harvest is really white. And if we start stepping out and if we start bringing in the yield, the Lord will bless us. And it's going to be a double blessing, not just because we're going to see people coming from salvation, but we're going to experience it at a place where we love to be. Imagine being involved in a sport or a hobby or a pastime or working with youngsters and in the process, seeing them making a decision for Jesus, giving their lives to the Lord, making a change in their lifestyles. So it's a double blessing. And so that is what I want to leave with our listeners tonight. When you think about uh, your calling as a Christian, your harvest field, think about it, pray about it. Where can the Lord use you optimally? In a place where it's easy for you to connect with people, to reach out to them, and to address their need for Jesus in a very specific and distinct way. Ingrid, thanks again. Uh, let's have some more music. Thank you, Chris, too. Oh, I'm just so, my mind is reeling at the moment um, in terms of what you are just sharing with the listeners in terms of where best they uh, get placed uh, in terms of working for the Lord. And I am smiling as I'm listening to you because that has really been my experience over the last couple of weeks as our churches have reopened and settling into how to get the churches off the ground again. Um, and some people stepping forward and just saying, I want to do this, but not that. And just to say it is okay because God will place you where he can optimally use you. So thank you, Christu, for just opening up that thought and that insight for our listeners. We're going to go to another song now, as Christu had indicated. And this song is Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, featuring Luis Obala, Neville D, and Ivan Zichelar, and these are local South African artists. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Are you weary and dry? 
Welcome back. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. So, Christo and I are um, talking this evening, and Christo is sharing about how God can optimally use you in the area of your own passion and how also he can equip you according to the work he wants you to do wherever you are at. Thank you, Christo. Please continue to address the listeners. Yes, thank you, Ingrid, and thank you for the wonderful music. I uh, remember Ivan Ziegelaar, um, he passed away a couple of years ago, but a wonderful child of God and a wonderful radio presenter in Cape Town on uh, Tigerberg FM as well. So great to hear him singing. Well, as we have been sharing this evening, uh, also on where to work, where you will get optimal results for the Lord in sharing the gospel. Um, one way of getting involved and, and or getting results is to get involved with ministries that actively uh, pursue evangelism. And obviously, WordSpread being one of those. And I want to extend at this, at this time an opportunity again, an invite to our pastors and church leaders in the whole uh, listener area. Uh, reach out to us, speak to us uh, at WordSpread. Uh, easiest is, is always to use our uh, WhatsApp number 064-504-5954 and, uh, and speak to us about ways to activate your church members. And talk to us about, about ways to get involved in outreaches, which will see people coming to salvation, uh, people to make a decision for the Lord. Um, in the next while, um, I'm talking during the next quarter, so March, April, May, uh, WordSpread's program is really jam-packed with everything that's lined up to happen. Um, some of it across the border, and uh, as you mentioned earlier, uh, in South Africa, we're back to, I think, level one. And uh, we're open, open now to, to travel a lot more. There's a lot more churches that are allowed to have services again and events. Um, but the, the borders are still slowly opening for us to move. Uh, and uh, so want to ask our listeners to pray with us as well that some of the outreaches we've got lined up come to realize at the time allocated for that. Um, we're looking at returning to Malawi in late April. So um, we sit with an invitation from the president of Malawi. Uh, we have a great connection through his religious advisors and um, uh, we're working with them on expanding on the work that WordStreet started in uh, November last year in Malawi. Um, the goal will be in uh, uh, at that outreach to Malawi to see if we can train another 300 pastors. I remember when we visited Malawi in late last year, uh, we, we visited uh, two church growth conferences and uh, equipped 165 pastors. So this time around, 
we're going to try and keep it central, close to Lilongwe, in the center of Malawi. And the plan really to equip as many as 300 pastors. So pray with us that the, uh, the gates are open at that stage. Pray with us that the event can uh, proceed as planned. And then um, from there on to, to really carry on with what the Lord has opened as a, a door for us in Malawi. Uh, not long after that, we are planning to visit Zambia to launch WordSpread into Zambia as well. Uh, the goal at this stage is to be in, in Zambia in May. Uh, and we'll do training events, one being in the Lusaka um, area, and then one more to the west of Zambia. Uh, also equipping pastors to equip their church members uh, in personal evangelism. And then back closer home in the next uh, few weeks and months, uh, we are lining up Ignite training events. Um, one of them actually in the garden route um, with the churches going back to open, we are looking at hosting an Ignite training course in uh, Kleinbrock or Reebok, uh, not far away from George. And um, we hope to have an event where we can equip local pastors and local Christians into doing personal evangelism. Now, uh, as I said, it, it'll, the plan for us is to, within the next month to six weeks at latest, have that event. And as soon as the event is, is finalized, we'll make available the, the dates and the times and the venue. Um, venue will most probably be the, um, the Spaderian, the Lateran Church. Uh, it's a brand new church in uh, uh, Reebok. And so we'll, we'll give the detail in time. And then also training taking place in Cape Town uh, in the next few weeks, uh, equipping 50 pastors uh, in the Hanover Park area uh, with Ignite, again, in a train-the-trainer style equipping. So excited about what the Lord is starting to do on the flats there as well. Uh, this will be our third training event uh, in that region of Cape Town. And so I'm, I'm really excited about what the Lord is doing in that area. We're also planning on an event um, for pastors down in Durban. Uh, we're looking at about 50 pastors in Durban as well to be trained. And then later on in, in um, May, uh, we're also looking at an equipment event in, um, in Gauteng. And that will most probably be both in Joburg and in Pretoria. I'll give a little bit more detail as, as we get close to it. But as our listeners can hear, really a, a busy schedule for the next while, and we're excited about what the Lord is doing uh, through WordSpread. And then, uh, lastly, uh, just another opportunity that the Lord has brought our way is um, to start to get involved in Zimbabwe. Now, uh, Zimbabwe had not been high on our list, um, funny enough. Uh, at WordSpread for the foreseeable future. I'm talking in the next year. And the Lord just opened a door for us in uh, Zimbabwe. And I really want to ask that, that our listeners pray with us uh, about this matter as well. We're working with a partner called Zimnet. 
Zimbabwe Network for Evangelism Task Force. And so that is a, a group of up to 5,000 churches. And um, we have a, a virtual um, conference with them in this same week. And um, we're going to be sharing with pastors. And we look at the heading into Zimbabwe by middle year. Um, I'm talking June, July this year, maybe even a little bit earlier. Again, equipping as many as 500 pastors, uh, some in Harare, some in Mutare, some a little bit further in the north. And um, wonderful how the Lord has just opened a door that we have not even been looking at to open. And so uh, pray with us that the Lord use this as a great opportunity so that the church can grow in Africa. And uh, if you're listening to what I've shared in the last well, a couple of minutes, last half an hour or so, uh, and you're excited about what I say, please reach out to us, speak to us, get involved. Um, make it happen in your own church. Make it happen in Africa. Uh, we're excited about what the Lord has got planned for us. Ingrid, I'm out of breath. Uh, let's listen to a little bit more music. <laughs> I'm laughing because, yes, that was quite a bit of info there, Christopher, but fantastic, fantastic um, that you're sharing that with the listeners. I'm so excited um, for the plans that you have in terms of growing the kingdom of God and just going out there into the harvest field. And listeners, um, may you be encouraged with what Christo just said. Um, you know, WordSpread has got these initiatives going and you just need to take that first step. Take that first step. Let the people know in your, in your congregation, in your small little cell group about the Ignite program. Reach out to WordSpread and start there. It is that simple. Not all of us are called to do big things, like Krista said right in the beginning, but we start where we are at. And um, I'm just so excited. I've, I've definitely seen a shift uh, in my context over the last couple of weeks. Uh, people that I know that's just stepped out and said, you know, um, it's not good enough me just praying at home. I want to find one or two people I can go and pray with that's alone at home. It starts there. Coming forward and saying, I want to be in this ministry or that ministry and being bold enough to take that first step. So thank you for that encouragement, Christo, and for sharing those uh, initiatives of WordSpread Foundation with the listeners so that they can also know um, that there is a way of doing it by partnering with others. Our next song is Start Right Here, and I think it is just so appropriate. Start Right Here by Casting Crowns, and may you be encouraged to start right where you are. We want our coffee in the lobby We watch our worship on the screen We got a rock star preacher Who won't wake us from our dreams We want our blessings in our pocket We keep our missions overseas But for the hurting in our city Would we even cross the street? But we 
We want to see the heart set free and the tyrants kneel. The walls fall down and our land be healed. But church, if we want to see a change in the world out there, it's got to start right here. It's got to start Like the brother of the prodigal Who turned his nose and puffed his chest He didn't run off like his brother But his soul was just as dead What if the church on Sunday Was still the church on Monday too What if we came down from our towers And walked a mile someone's shoes cause we want to see the heart set free and the tyrants kneel the walls fall down and our land be healed but church if we want to see the change in the world out there it's gotta start right here it's gotta start right People who are called by his name If we'll surrender all our pride and turn from our ways He will hear from heaven and forgive our sin He will heal our land, but it starts right here We're the people who are called by his name If we'll surrender all our pride and turn from our ways He will hear from heaven and forgive our sin He will heal our land It's gotta start It's gotta start right now. The Lord started right here. The Lord started right now. It's gotta start right here. Welcome back, listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and with me is Christopher Anderskeif. And Christus just shared some exciting news about um, the initiatives of Woodspread Foundation to do more outreaches um, around the Ignite program, about the plans for the next couple of months, um, and also just inviting you to step into that space in your own personal evangelism journey. Christo, thank you so much. Um, you may wrap up and just uh, leave some thoughts with our listeners as we end off the program this evening. Yes, thank you, Ingrid. Um, I'm going to finish off by going back to the start. And I'm going to press on our listeners' hearts again that it's a decision. It's a decision to step out and share the gospel. And Sharing the gospel, as you heard early on, is not always in this very specific boxed-in style of sharing the gospel. Sharing the gospel is by befriending people and sharing the gospel with people who you know, who you interact with. That's an excellent place to start. If I can add a little scripture verse... Uh, in Acts 4 verse 13, 
uh, it says, now, as they observed the confidence of Peter and John and understood that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and began to recognize them as having been with Jesus. Let people recognize you and me as people that have been with Jesus. Those two men, they listened to what the Lord said to them, go and make disciples. They went to the temple. And if you go and read that whole story in, in uh, Acts, you'll see it was the blind man that uh, got seen again. And there was a whole furore in Jerusalem and at the temple at that stage. But when people looked at Peter and John, they saw normal, basic people like most of us. Nothing extraordinary about them, but they had been with Jesus. And that's what changed them. That's what gave them the, the willingness to reach out, that gave them the, the opportunity. And so let us be like Peter and John, just sharing, just reaching out, not boxing in the Holy Spirit, allow for the opportunity as it happens, but never pass on an opportunity to share the gospel. And uh, do that wherever you go. Uh, if it's in where you have your pastime, be it a sport or be it a hobby, if it is between your friends, between your family, maybe you're already involved in some other ministry at work or at church, use those as opportunities to reach out and share the gospel. And then um, in order to get better at working in your field, I would say apart from just starting out and doing it, Spend time with Jesus. Spend time with him in prayer, um, meditating on his word, allowing his Holy Spirit to lead you. And then by finishing off, uh, I was totally out of breath a moment ago when I shared about all the things we as WordSpread are going to be involved with over the next three months. Uh, if you want to get involved with, uh, with WordSpread or want WordSpread to get involved with, with your church, speak to us. Uh, Contact us at 064-504-5954 or send us an email at info at wordspread.co. So not .coza, just .co. And uh, we will connect with you and uh, see how we can work with you in, in sharing the gospel. Ingrid, thanks again for the opportunity. You're welcome, Christo. And the listeners, there you've got it. You've got the contact details and the invit uh, open invitation uh, to get involved with WordSpread or to invite them to get involved in your ministry or in your cell group or at your church. And so we end off this program with a prayer um, and a song by a local artist, which I will introduce after the prayer. And uh, thank you, Christu, and may you go well in the week ahead. In the name of the Father, you, and the, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity, Lord, to come before you this evening. Thank you so much for the work that Word Spread Foundation is doing within your harvest fields, Lord. Father, they're calling out us, calling out every listener, 
that has listened this evening, whether uh, through the radio uh, broadcast or through the podcast, Father, whenever this message may fall on your disciples' ears, you call them, Lord, to action. And Father God, I pray that you will stir their hearts, that they will be brave enough to step forward and know that you will equip them, Lord, where you are calling them, that they may be deliver the word optimally and seek others for the kingdom of God. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for willing hearts and open hearts, Father God. Please lead us. Please help us, Lord, to spend time with you so that others too may say that they have recognized that we have been with you, Jesus, and that it can only be you working in our lives that is able to do the miracles and able to draw others, Lord, closer to you. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord, for this radio station for all the volunteers and for the team at Wordspread Foundation. Father God, we bless you. We thank you. Amen. And so we're going to play out with a song by a local artist from Cape Town called Jonathan Rubain. And this song is an Afrikaans song, but it speaks about calling people to God. And it is called Folk Lay. So please enjoy. Good night, dear listeners, until we meet again next week. I'm